Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Does this actually matter or not? It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Nothing matters. Nothing matters. That's your nihilist thought of the day. You have a nihilist calendar and you tear off a page every single day, it always says the same thing. Nothing matters. <laughs> it's like it's like the guy who texts us every single day. We get a text on the text line every single day from a guy to start the show that says, Art Bell smoked four packs of cigarettes a day. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> I was looking at it today and I went scroll back through it. We've been getting it every day for so long, I can't scroll back far enough to see when it started. Wow, that's art. I mean, if, if you don't know uh, who Art Bell is, he was a late night talk show host who believed in aliens and stuff like that or pretended to. Anyway, somebody texts every morning to start the show. Art Bell smoked four packs of cigarettes a day. If that's true, that's extraordinary. And the fact that it's texted at us every day is perhaps more extraordinary. Yeah. So if you have the that's nihilist behavior, huh? if you have the nihilist calendar every single day, you tear off the page that says nothing matters. <laughs> that's like there's a there's a Twitter feed that every day they tweet. I think it's we're all going to die someday. You're mm-hmm. going to die someday. I think that's what the Twitter feed is. You're going to die someday. And it's just yeah. every single day. It's the same tweet. Good stuff. <laughs> I don't. Well, I it's, it's the, supposed to make you more grateful for your life. You know, and you're, you, the day, uh, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Here's the Grim Reaper to remind you. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, so what I was talking about, does this actually matter? Here's a little Bill Maher was talking about violence in Hollywood, TV and movies, 
Bill Maher was talking about this on his show Friday night and relating it to school shootings and mass shootings and all that sort of stuff, us being a violent society. Let's hear a little bit about that. Getting revenge on them that wronged you is what happens. It's all that happens in movies that are made for and loved by young men. It's the male version of getting your groove back or Meryl Streep getting a big kitchen. <laughs> like, like every school shooter, our movie heroes are grievance collectors. And when it comes to action movies, there's one story. He was a nice guy, but they pushed him too far, and now it's on. They took my daughter. They killed my father. They killed my fiance. They killed my family. They killed my family again. They killed my puppy. (laughs) All of which doesn't just create a culture of violence, but a culture of justified violence. They hate it when gun people say it takes a good guy with a gun to stop a bad guy with a gun. But then they endlessly produce movies with that exact plot. Am I saying don't make these movies? No, not at all. I'm never for censorship or organizing society around what crazy people might do. But don't look me in the eye and tell me this isn't a big part of the problem. Every bad idea a kid can get about how to handle feeling abused and disrespected is in all these movies. That's interesting. But my question was, do you think that actually makes any difference? Do you think that has any effect? Uh, it's always seemed weird to me since I was young how often I'm rooting for the bad guys in TV shows or movies. And that, you know, if in real life these people were doing this. Actually, I got on this conversation with my uh, kids the other day about Bonnie and Clyde. Because uh, my son is familiar with, apparently there's an Eminem song about Bonnie and Clyde. And um, and we saw the car, where some situation where we saw the car that Bonnie and Clyde were shot in you know when the fbi mowed them down it's full of bullet holes and everything like that um but we got on the subject of these people that become folk heroes that we kind of like you know write songs about and make movies about with handsome stars and make them seem cool but in all actuality they're horrible human beings and i talked about billy the kid and gave a couple other examples and it's always been weird to me i love the movie butch cassidy and the sundance kid freaking love that movie but they were criminals they were lawless murderous criminals so were all the other people I mentioned, and mm-hmm. but I but I don't know that it has any effect. I don't know that it has any effect that you root for Tony Soprano in The Sopranos. You're rooting for him. you're not rooting for him to die at any point. You should be. I should be. You should be rooting for him to be, be arrested. Jailed, yeah. Mm-hmm. You should be rooting for him to be arrested or killed. But you don't for some weird reason. And I, but yeah. I don't think it does any harm. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe for the weak-minded it does. I, I think Marr, I'm, I'm not sure how much it matters, but he made a good point that, that the plot of settling grievances with a gun is just everywhere all the time. It's got I, to have some cultural effect, doesn't it? I'm a good guy that's been pushed too far. Now you're going to pay is kind of exactly what all of these school shooters are feeling, I think. Wow, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, it's just a different form of of humans-like stories where justice is done and the bad people are brought down. I mean, because the whole, like, uh, Bob Odenkirk, uh, who I love from Better Call Saul, he made one of those movies. He was an average guy. Somebody killed somebody or other, and he he decides to hunt him down. I I haven't seen it. It looked compelling. But um, that's different than The Sopranos, the anti-hero. 
I think the 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 revenge plot is trying to bring justice. Um, but I don't I don't know. Does it matter how much effect does it have? I don't I don't know. Well, is this a modern America phenomenon, even though it's been around for decades? Is this I'm actually just trying to think real quick. Is this been a staple of literature forever or is this kind of a new American creation? This taking murderous villains and turning them into something to look up to and root for. I'm ca- I'm not coming up with any literature throughout history that was that. No, I think the 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 bad guy, the anti-hero always got it in the end in traditional Hollywood movies. Kind of reinforcing the uh, crime never pays, uh, you know, ethos. Do we still do that? Crime paid for Tony Soprano for 10 seasons. Until it didn't. Or did it? Let's argue about the final episode of The Sopranos. And then the question, of course, is getting to Bill Maher's thing. Does it does it have an effect? He seems to think it does. Even though he said, I don't want to censor anything, and I certainly don't want to organize society around what's going to set off the craziest among us. Yeah, yeah. At the same time, though, I think there's a value in recognize, recognizing what you're watching and why it appeals to you. Yeah. Like I always say, if you don't know what introspection is, you need to take a long, hard look at yourself. I don't know. I feel like I've always been able to, since I was quite young, root for these fictionalized versions of bad people while recognizing in real life I want them jailed forever or hung. I, I don't think I've ever like mixed those two things up, or it'd be kind of cool to be them. No, I didn't emerge from watching, say, Bush Cassidy and Sundance Kid in favor of train robbery or anything like that. You know. They're charming rogues. Come on, handsome. Charming rogues. Handsome, are you kidding? Oh, are you boy. kidding? A young Dreamy. Paul Newman and a young uh, Robert Redford? Dreamy. Um, okay. Well, you've established it's nothing to worry about then. I don't know. Have I? I didn't mean to. I just I Joe's don't know. established it's, it's something thought, to worry greatly about. All right, fine. That's one thing my parents never worried I'd do. Train robbery. Well, I guess that's it. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.